0: Hi, welcome to the Social Nerdcast, episode 8. I am your host, the illustrious Alex motherfucking Henderson. And to my left, the one, the only, the digital form of hashtag Gumby Nation, the man, the one and only fan we have. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> as well as now... An official social nerd, Adam Gumbert. How you doing, Adam? Hey, man,
1: I'm doing great. It's good to finally be on it. It's only like a year in the making, but... Man,
0: been, I think it's been longer than that.
1: That <laughs> might have been.
0: We, I am... You know, it's because it's I know you're the... I, now, you may not be the only one. Now, let me scratch that. I know you're not the only one who listens to the show, because I know there's other people, but I'm pretty sure I know everybody else who listens to the show. Like, man, their man, personal friends. What?
1: Numbers are numbers, man. They're that's back. true.
0: <laughs> so now there may be others, but they don't talk to me on Twitter, so that's their own problem. Yeah, they could I'm be on.
1: A... I am the most sociable of these social nerds. That's yeah. probably true. <laughs> they they they
0: could they 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 could they could be on the show right now if they wanted to. You know what? If well, I mean, you're special, so they'd probably be more work for me to do it to them. But <laughs> my point is, if you want to be on the show, talk to me on Twitter for a year. <laughs> yes,
1: it'll happen eventually. It'll happen. <laughs>
0: Um, lost my train of thought anyway so since you uh man that's why i love podcasting is because you can just lose your train of thought and it doesn't matter because it's absolutely a, it, it, everything's fine i had this whole thing going and i was going to talk about how great you were
1: well i mean if people want to want to look me up that's it's true. The Mike Kings, T H E M I C K I N G S. It's my podcast that I do, so, and uh, you guys can check me out there if you if you want to look me up.
0: Oh, I did. I forgot to say before the show. So this is this is very much me to you, Adam. Okay. As you know, or you may not have noticed, or you very well may have, uh, I talk a lot, which mm-hmm. is why I want to do a podcast, and uh, so I usually am the one talking the most in this show. So I am sorry if I talk too much or I accidentally talk over you. Just tell me to shut up. Cause I, uh, I, I, you're good. It just I it just keeps rolling. Um <laughs> so yes, uh he has a much better show than this. Uh and he actually records regularly. So well, that uh, is,
1: I will get you on get on you for that. But you're you're getting better, so yeah, it's all good.
0: I'm trying. It's just so hard. <laughs> It's so, it is. It is. it's so much better now, though, because, like, I told you before this show started. It's so, there's there were so many pieces, and everything was messed up. Like, really, when I started podcasting, yeah, I, I literally was just like, I want to do this, because that seems cool. Yeah. And all I knew, like, I didn't even know where to record stuff on the computer. I just saved up some money for a microphone, and with a friend of mine. Sebastian my Vietnamese co-pilot uh Mm -hmm. and we bought a microphone and then just tried our best (laughs)
1: yeah dude I mean it's a little different because you do the video thing which is more work than I want to do but uh yeah once you just start once you make yourself start doing it it it, it gets easier but podcasting is the best love
0: it it is super great uh so now his is not uh nerd focused it's life focused which uh, is just so interesting because, now, I don't really talk to you much about your show uh, specifically. You know, we go back and forth sometimes in messages. But this is even the first time we've actually talked face-to-face, you know, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but I really, I, I, when I, st- I started listening to your show, I, literally the first episode, and I was like, I was like, this guy is the only one I know of that's even remotely supported me who I'm not related to. So <laughs> I, I, ha- I have to listen to a show, but like I would listen to it and I was like, man, you know, I actually like hearing these people, these pe- these people's stories. And then a year later, it's, 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 it's very, str- it's kind of strange, but I find it incredibly interesting that I've had this window into the lives of these five to six people that I've never met in my entire life. And you know, may, well, probably we'll meet. Someday I'm going to find my way to Kentucky. You're going to find your way to Texas.
1: Right. We'll,
0: we'll figure it out. Uh, but, you know, like, a, a year ago, I, I never knew, you know, Kylan existed or uh, David or... By the way, this is a Wait. specific shout-out. You need to have Alex Gomez on your show more often.
1: Dude, I'm with you. Gomez is the best. He is.
0: He he. Every time he gets on there, he talks about something that I'm passionate about, and it makes me so happy. Because like like I remember every time a DC movie comes out, he comes on and like spits some truth, and I'm just like, yes. Dude, I'll
1: tell him. He's actually he's literally my roommate. He's just that he's always <laughs> sleepy. He's like I'm going to bed. And I'm like, all right.
0: Tell him to get 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 his act together.
1: I'll tell him to get on there just for you.
0: He'll, he'll probably get on the next couple weeks. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. And because your show is a lot, it's about your guys' life. It's it, it's it's not you know, like ours. We don't talk about anything important. You know, we just talk about nerdy stuff and video games, and we have fun doing it. And that's the point is we have fun. And I I hope that there's other people out there other than you who listen to it and have fun too. That's the whole reason we do it. But your show is like. I don't know, not to make too much of it if if you know you don't think too much of it but it's like humanity, in a sense because it's your lives and that's what you talk about it's not, I mean granted you throw in some stuff in there about you know, video games and movies and stuff like that because that's your lives and that's what you do, but I, I do find it's it's strange how much I know about all these people who a year ago didn't even know they existed you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah Kyle said the same thing he's like he has people come up to him that are just like. We never knew that stuff about you, but he says it on the podcast, but he's known these people for years and he's never told them these stories or these things about himself. So, podcasting just... I mean, like I said, you can listen to people and you feel like you know them, even though yeah. you might have never met them before. So, that's just how it happens.
0: And it's going to be weird because I know someday I'm going to meet you guys and I'm going to be like, hey, you know, Kylan, I know, like all of these things about your past relationships <laughs> and your interests and everything. And this I'm just going to so be weird. I know it's cause like, I know so much about him. It's like, we're best friends, but he, I mean, probably has seen like my picture on Twitter. Yeah. he's
1: <laughs> and, like, he knows what you look like. And that's like, but yeah, you know, all, all the most embarrassing parts <laughs> of his life. Just, it's, it's all out there.
0: Um, anyway, so I can't speak highly enough about the my Kings. Uh, and also, they're always good to, you well, You know, you're, you're always the best on, even when we're not making shows, still giving us shout-outs. And it's actually really funny, because I li- I listen to your show every week, as I told you. Uh, and Sebastian, who's a dick, and nobody likes him. And we talk crap about him all the time on the show, if you listen to it, uh, audience. And he never listens to the show, and he doesn't even edit it anymore, so he'll never know because he, <laughs> he just has no idea he has no idea when he's on he when, when he's on the show he, he sees what goes on there and then he just he's just black out and then he'll come back on later and he used to edit it so we'd talk shit about him and he be like you guys aren't cool man but now i edit it on my computer so he just he has no clue so we can we can talk as much shit as we want so sebastian wow. sucks
1: yeah if you remind me i'll talk shit about sebastian on my podcast real quick I'm like man sebastian's an asshole just
0: keep going, <laughs> just keep going. so sebastian's an asshole and he's uh, 99% of the reason why uh, the social nerds has faults and everything. He's he's what's wrong with America today. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so, uh, but I, had, I was talking to him and I had told him, like, I was just talking about your show because I think it was some funny story I had heard that you guys were talking about or this or that. And then uh, I had told him that he was like, at the end of the show, you were like, Social nerds, stop it. Get your shit together. I'm tired of not having shows. And then he felt so bad about himself because <laughs> he was, like, in his head, the one guy who actually cared. We were just failing him completely, and he was blatantly yelling at us <laughs> via the internet <laughs> to come and make shows, and we just wouldn't do it. And he for, like, a week, he was like, man, I'm such an asshole. And I was like, yeah, you are, Sebastian. You sure are. <laughs>
1: I'm going to get some of my friends and and make them listen. Because I know people who will listen. I'm going to make sure that they download it and then call out Sebastian and you guys. to Just keep that going. So it's multiple people.
0: So, uh, I'm going to tell you a real funny story about Sebastian. Alright. Um, and I don't know. I may get in trouble for this legally. No, you'll be fine. But I think I'll be okay. So, uh, and it has to do with talking shit about Sebastian. Because I love to do it. It's a lot of fun. Um... I'm not like, he's not like a battered friend. We're very good friends. But we're so good friends that we I talk shit about him and he thinks it's not funny. So, uh, a couple, like a year ago, maybe more, uh, we were in a movie. Um, and you may have, you, you may have heard of it. It's the, the, the Rooster Teeth movie they did, The Laser Team. I don't know if yeah, you've seen yeah. it. Mm-hmm. We were extras in that movie.
1: Uh, oh shit, is there like, can you point out where you are? Yes, cooking? I can.
0: Specifically, uh, it's I'm in there for a second, and it's you can, you can you can see Sebastian blatantly twice in the movie, like oh, straight goodness. up there he is in like focus, and then the scene that I'm in, I'm outside, uh, at this party scene that they do, and he's in uh, and like they're um one of the dudes from I think Game Grumps, is getting in a fight. He's one of the main characters in the movie who talks a lot of shit. the the littler yeah. guy, uh, he gets punched. And as soon as he goes down, I'm right behind him, just, like, cheering. Um, so good. <laughs> and I... Uh, so, what had happened is we... we uh, uh, my friend, uh, Birdo, who may come in later in the show, uh, he's a big fan of Rooster Teeth. And I, like, you know, I, I watched uh, Red versus Blue a lot, but I, I, don't, I don't really follow their YouTube stuff. Um... Not for any particular reason, you know. I just,
1: yeah, I'm with
0: you. I don't even watch. Uh, it doesn't matter. So, uh, I don't really follow the YouTube stuff. But he was like, oh, I really want. Uh, they're doing this movie, and they're 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 based in Austin, and we live fairly close to Austin. So they were like, they were doing open casting for extras, and they wanted to go. But they are not the most sociable of the social nerds, mm-hmm. and I very very much am. So, they they wanted me to go sort of as like a. I don't know, the someone to talk for him. I guess I don't know how to say it.
1: Like their crutch.
0: Yeah, just to give him the confidence to really go out there, and then we go there, and uh, as you, if you don't watch the video, I am an extremely uh, large white guy with like three foot dreadlocks, (laughs) so I'm very distinguishable, or. So I, we go in there, and they were looking for, like, military people, which I am not. Um, but they could, they they were, and I think that's what they, they both ended up being casted uh, in this, in the role that they were looking for, whereas the casting, uh, the, the the director for the extras took a liking to me and was like, oh my god, we need to take a picture of you right now, let's go, this, you look amazing. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so but they both got hired and I didn't and I was like well I didn't expect to." they're looking for military dudes but then we got an email me and Sebastian later saying hey we're filming this party scene and we need people who look like they're about 16 to 18 uh and we're like yeah okay and uh so we drive up to Austin um fill out some paperwork and stuff and they had they had like rented out this house and see, this is why I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, because I feel like I'm not supposed to, because people don't talk about this, but maybe, I don't know, I, I don't care. Rooster <laughs> Teeth doesn't watch my podcast. Uh, so, uh, now, the way movies work, because you don't know this, or I didn't, is uh, everything is a lie in a movie. Everything. Okay. So, like, so, uh, they, they were at this party... And it was supposed to take place around summertime. Mm. However, they filmed it in one of the coldest winters Texas has ever had. Of course. So, uh, it was about midnight to 1 a.m. And we start filming because it had to be nighttime. Uh, now, uh, when this happened, it was about midnight to 1 a.m. However, we started filming earlier, but it gets dark kind of late in Texas. Mm. Uh... So it's crazy cold. However, it has to be summer. So there's all these people out here, just dying, and they they like, literally they can't even put on their jackets because it doesn't fit with the movie. So there's like piles of coats because you have to take it off when they film for like you yeah. know these twenty minute stretches, and then go put them on and try to warm up. Um, but we get there and uh, set everything up, and they start pulling people to set them up and put them where they want in the scene. And then, uh, me and Sebastian were lined up together in this big line of people. And they were, the first, like, 20 people, uh, they were put inside of the house as, you know, the indoor partiers. And the indoor had heating, so they were assholes. Oh, man. Um, whereas, so, I was supposed to go in, but I guess they needed one more chick, so they pulled someone, a a girl, out from the line and then was like, okay, everyone else is outside. But Sebastian had already been chosen to be indoors. So I was insanely angry that he got to be in the nice heated room. Whereas I had to be outside in the horrible bitter cold. Uh, so now we, well, now they start putting us places. And they had these giant kegs. Because it was supposed to be a kegger. And uh, they had put root beer in the kegs which was funny because i just drank root beer all night uh but they had uh, they had the, the the guy the casting or the casting director the person like set everything up not the actual director of the movie saw me saw my dreadlocks and was like oh my god you're perfect i need you to stand at the keg and fill everyone's cups and when they come by i need you to ask them if they want weed
1: because oh, nice. which
0: Was weird because I don't have like lines in the movie, but I guess they just wanted me in character. So every person who came up, I was like, do you want some weed? And everybody thought I was being serious. So they were either like, yes, or they were like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: Damn.
0: So, uh, but to get to the point of the story, uh, so the entire night, all the people who were outside, they're constantly sending them to me. Uh, Because I'm the one running the keg. And the sociable person I am, I'm talking to all of them. And every single one I saw, I was like, man, fuck Sebastian. Because I was like, there's my friend Sebastian. He gets to be inside. I don't. Fuck that guy. And I think he became like a scapegoat for everyone who was outside in the cold. And they were all like, yeah, fuck Sebastian. That guy who gets to be in there, inside, with all the actors and the warmth fuck that guy so after about halfway through shooting and we're all freezing to death they set up these giant tents with like these industrial grade heaters that we would all go sit in to kind of warm up and not die uh and uh we're all so just all the outside people are in this one tent and then the in starts, inside people start filtering in and i had been pointing to sebastian through the window And when he had walked in, like, I swear, like, 60 people just turned and started chanting Fuck Sebastian to his face.
1: That is so good. That is amazing.
0: (laughs) And he was like, what did I do? And I was just like, fuck you, Sebastian, you got to be inside. And everyone was like, yeah, fuck you, fuck Sebastian. It was the best thing ever.
1: That is so good. So. Amazing.
0: Amazing. I love it (laughs) thank you I'm glad I got to share that story with you that's very good Mr. Gumby uh right. so let's talk about video games yeah now uh, our last show we did was recorded immediately after the uh Nintendo Switch reveal event uh huh okay so I just got a text from my brother Ted my twin and he said tell Gumby I said what's up and fuck Sebastian
1: Dude, awesome. So good. <laughs> Tell him what's up and fuck Sebastian.
0: That's just the thing now. Yep. Fuck Sebastian. Just everyone what's you up? know, just say, fuck Sebastian. <laughs> like,
1: what's up, fuck Sebastian?
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, our last show was a Nintendo Switch reveal. We recorded it right after, uh, so we were just insanely hyped on it. Even on the show. Now, I liked the show. Everyone else in the world, including my brother Ted, really didn't get a kick out of it. However... Uh, I thought it was very good, not very good, but I liked it. But it was Japanese, you know. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, and um, but afterwards, Te- like Ted had said in in the, in the previous show that uh he was like, "Where are the games at?" And that's not a lot. And I was like, "Man, everything is great, and the world is awesome." So I wanted to take a step back from that. And we've had a couple weeks now, maybe a week and a half, I don't know, time is an illustrious mistress. And just kind of, I had time to collect myself, and I'm sure you did as well, Mr. Gumby. Yep. And I wanted to talk about our opinions on the Switch now that we've had some processing time, and really try to give an honest opinion where, we, where at least I am not freaking out because of how much stuff that they, uh, that they that they they released mm-hmm. um, so what are your opinions? Because I feel like I've talked way too much already.
1: <laughs> oh you're good. Um, my opinions is the presentation wasn't great. I could I didn't go as far on the hate as everyone else was going. Um, I think it's a good and a bad thing. like if they do it right, it could be really good and really successful, but I feel like they're also close to being following the same track as the Wii U. Because, like, for me, I owned a Wii U, and I feel really burned after owning that. Like, I played, like, three games on it, and they were really good, but I was like, I bought a $300 machine for three games. Like, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, I like those games a lot, but I was just like, yeah, it's whatever. Um, the Switch, I mean, the main thing is that they have Zelda yeah. as a launch title, and that's that's a huge deal. Like, that's going to move all the 13 million Wii U owners... That have the Wii U now are going to want to try to get switches for that game, straight up. So yeah. that's a great thing to have. Um, they've slowly been announcing more and more launch games as time has gone on. That you you've probably paid attention to. Yeah, very. Um, much. What do they have? It's like uh, like Shovel Knight, and then there's there's been a lot of smaller. I
0: probably should have looked it up. That's 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 my fault. But you can yeah. look
1: it up right now while I'm talking. That's fair. probably a list of some launch stuff. Um, my thing is, everyone's like they need third party support. We know how Nintendo is with third-party support. They don't, they don't rely on it because people, like, let's be honest, like, who's only going to buy a Switch and not have a PlayStation or an Xbox? Like, if you want to play third-party, you're going to play it on those other systems. What they need to do is get their Nintendo games out, and they need to be good because the Wii U had Nintendo games like every three or four months. It was like, okay, that's like maybe fill in some like you know some like Japanese RPGs that aren't Nintendo, but like fill in those spaces. Well, my problem was that they'd have three every every three or four months, but I didn't care because to be like Star Fox Zero, uh, didn't really like it. Mario Tennis, that Mario Tennis wasn't good. Mario Party, didn't like it. Like if they yep. if they give us good quality games and then fill in the kind of like how the Vita is how the Vita's is a lot of like indie games, yeah. but they're really good. The, uh... Fill us up with that, and they give us the bigger ones every once in a while, and just keep it going because like if you get past the first year with Zelda and Mario. And then if you're, um, I guess technically at the end of year one, you're like, okay, Pokemon is coming to Switch, a real-ass Pokemon game, I think you can you
0: can keep that going. That, but that, you got to get people
1: to, to that point of wanting Pokemon on it still.
0: That's, uh, exactly. Um, I think, uh, oh, I have the list of the launch games. Um, really? So, before I do my opinions on it, uh, yeah. I will say it's 1-2 Switch. Which, I think, looks cool. Now, I want to talk a minute for about One Two Switch, okay? Because One Two Switch gets a lot of hate, and a lot of people, and and this is an honest opinion that I, I've heard and seen. Is a lot of people are like, I'll play it once or twice, like you know, get drunk and duel some people and have some fun, and yeah, you know, that's probably what's going to happen for some people. But I think the One Two Switch is being greatly diminished because I think whenever, like, when uh. And this is, I think, this is going to be a very, very common theme among Nintendo Switch owners. Is you're going to have two games. You're going to have one, and it's just going to be like when the Wii launch, You're going to have One Two Switch, which is like I'm going to take my Switch over to my friends' houses, yeah. and it, like all the people I know, strangers on the street. I'm just going to be like, check this out, and I'm going to play One Two Switch because I'm going to be like, look what this thing can do. We both have a controller. We can duel. We can count balls. Yeah and you know goof around and have a good time and then uh which by the way the drinking games alone for one two switch are going to be phenomenal like oh, yeah. i am going to get hammered playing that game so uh but besides the point but that's the thing where you're like look at all the cool stuff that we can do and look at all these, these weird controllers and all this stuff and let's milk some cows and then so you show them that and they're like look look at what you can do with it look at all the things this machine can do and then you show them zelda and you're like look what you can play on it this right here is wherever you go portable and then like that like no pun intended but they have that it's like a it's that one-two punch of like you have this like casual thing but is like i i think interesting enough to get people like we like we sports is a lot simpler like you know you're like hey you play tennis play tennis whereas this you have to be like you're milking a cow don't worry it's fine um but you let you 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 show them that and you play that and they go well i want to get this i want to this seems like we're having like granted i don't know you know, maybe some people enjoy it for less extents and less time periods than I will. But at any rate, the first time you play that game, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. And any person I show that to, they're going to be like, Oh, I wish I could do that. You know, I just ha- th- th- That's going to be a positive experience playing 1-2-Switch. And they're going to be like, I want to get that. I want to play 1-2-Switch with people like that guy just did. That crazy stranger who ran up to me on the street and was like, <laughs> Let's milk some cows. Uh, so, and then you be like... And I'm about to go play Zelda, and it's this crazy, huge, open world, and amazing. And all Zelda games are great, and this one's gonna be even better. So, mm-hmm. and uh, so one two. That's my that's my two cents on one two Switch. I think it's okay. gonna be. It's very seems to be underrated, and, and no one is giving it the love I think it's going to get when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bi- the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus, which. Yep. Just,
1: people, I mean, people like it. I've, I've never was into it. It's really good roguelike, so yeah. that's that's good to have. But like, that's a necessary game to have. There, that's not going to sell units, but for someone who's going to buy it, they're going to be like, "Oh, I like this game. Let me." Yeah,
0: get this. this yeah, this is really cool. You know, and like you said, the Switch is going to be a second console for most people, mm-hmm. and a lot of people do like, like, like. They like that game, and you know, the idea of playing it on the go, I'll get into that in a second, but, like, that's gonna be enough for them to probably even buy it again, just so they can play it wherever they want to. Yeah. Uh, Just Dance 2017, sure. It's no uh, so. games always yeah. do, so. Uh, Human Resource Machine, I have no idea what that is.
1: I don't even, I pay attention, I don't even know what the hell that is.
0: Uh, I Am Setsuna. When people were
1: a... really into that. Yeah, that. That was a big Vita, Vita crowd game, yeah. so. Let's say, good good Japanese RPG, that'll take up a lot of time for people who...
0: Um, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which we... Of course. Yeah. Little Inferno. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is. Skylanders, Imaginators. Um, yay. If you like yeah, Skylanders. I
1: mean, it's Skylanders. Yeah. If you like it, you'll yeah. like it. <laughs> I
0: think I did hear... Uh, maybe it was Blast E3 or the one before, but I remember they talked about that the 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 even even though it's so old but the they said Wii and Wii U but like the Wii and Wii U versions of Skylanders sold better than like the Xbox One and the PS4 versions now they lumped in Wii and Wii U but still no one bought some people buy it on Wii U but the point is the Wii
1: version
0: the the Nintendo crowd I would like according to that and my memory of it like Skylanders more than anybody else so
1: Mm-hmm. Well, my thing with that is that the Wii, there's hundred million of them out there, and a lot of kids, like your parents, are like, "Here, I got this Wii for eighty dollars at GameStop. Play your Skylanders right here." Yeah.
0: So. Um. Super Bomberman R, which looks dope. It does,
1: look does look good. I'm, re- I'm uh, ready for new Bomberman. It's been a while.
0: Yeah, Se- Sebastian, he is so hyped on that game. It's a little funny. Cause I, I I never really played like Bomberman. I I I, rem, I don't think I don't even know if I've ever played a Bomberman game ever. and it's an arcade game. Uh, a, he it is apparent like I had, he never talked about it before, and then in, when they in that presentation they showed Bomberman, and he just lost his shit, and I was just like, whoa, calm down, man, what's going on? And he was like, it's Bomberman, it's Bomberman, and now Sebastian is like one of the, like he's a very very hardcore kind of gamer guy. Like, yeah. if it's not, like, like if it's not as hard as Dark Souls, he really doesn't even like messing with it. Or unless it's, like, crazy competitive. Yeah. And to find out he likes this, like, goofy, you know, arcade kind of, like, old school. Like, I can't even, he doesn't even, he doesn't ever mention an old school game he likes. Ever. Man and... Bomberman. Yeah, but then they show a Bomberman and is fucking loses his shit. Uh, <laughs> so Bomberman R. Gonna be cool. I... Do you know if they've announced if that's coming to other consoles or not? I don't know if it's a Switch exclusive.
1: I haven't heard anything about other consoles. I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah, I've been, I just I just heard about the Switch thing. so yeah. Who
0: knows? Uh, World of Goo, which I'm pretty sure that is a that's a old. It's either it was a DS title or it was a WiiWare title. One of the two. But I, I feel I hear, like yeah. I feel
1: like it was on. It might be. It was yeah. I, I know that it was. it's like a game that used to has already been out, but people like that
0: game, so. Um, and then these are either March or Spring games, so either in the launch month or in the very launch window. So, yeah. uh, Arms, which, mm-hmm. nah, I mean, I haven't played it, because I'm in no way large like that, but I hear it's very good. Which uh, one is that? The fighting game. Oh, that Arms, has, like, yeah,
1: I'm not interested in Arms at all. I mean, it looks interesting, I guess, but I, I I would not pay $60 for that. Yeah. That's
0: just me. Um, I think, like, now, me, me and Ted both pre-ordered Switches, like, the next day. We both got them pre-ordered. I think if we didn't, I wouldn't want to get ARMS because the controllers are so expensive that if you really want to play that locally, you have to go spend $80 on a second set of Joy-Cons. Yeah, it's and, not worth it for yeah. just one game. Yeah, you'd really, you'd spend, six, you'd have to spend $60 on the game, and unless you're only going to play online, you have to go spend another $80 just to play it with people, and that's no way worth it. So, and I totally agree with that. But since we're in a situation where right next to each other, we both have switches, we can play it together, no problem. I'm in a much more, and we had talked about that uh, at length just uh, together about how. I can see, like, a lot of people are complaining about the prices, uh, which the prices are outrageous for all of the peripherals, but um, they were complaining about how they have to buy this stuff, and I was like, I don't really see that, you don't have to buy anything, if you want to get the console and some games, you can get the console and games, but then I try to think about it a little bit more on their side, and I was like, well, I guess, like, we are going to have four Joy-Cons, you know, so if we want to play, like, four player Mario Kart, we can. If we want to play a two-player split-screen game like that, we can, because we we're, and not a lot of people are in that situation where they have someone yeah. like a friend or a family member right there.
1: Yeah, what would be smart is they won't do it because it's the launch of the console. But how, after a few years, that a we-play game just came with the controller. Like I said, yeah. you won't do it now because it's at launch. But like if you're like the Joy-Con's are eighty bucks, but here's arms.
0: I think. I think the those the peripheral prices are gonna get cut fairly quickly, in my yeah. personal opinion. I think is like that is the one thing that like everyone everyone seems to have a defense for just about everything wrong with the Switch, uh, and some of them I agree with, some of them I don't. But the one thing that is universally like that is not okay is everything is just outstandingly high in price.
1: It's absolutely ridiculous.
0: And I think that they, they, you know, I mean, there's. So I think whenever Nintendo sees that, now granted, they're selling. So Mm -hmm. if if they keep selling like that, I'm sure they they won't care. That's what I'm saying
1: because these the hardcore people who get it at launch are gonna pay those prices. They're gonna complain, but they're still gonna buy it.
0: Um, like I think the Pro Controller. I don't mind the Pro Controller. That's seventy dollars. Because it's ten dollars more than an Xbox One controller, and that does suck. But the battery life, or you know, PS4 controller, the battery life is insane. It's forty hours. Yeah. Uh, it has the HD rumble and whatever. Now I'm an. In, if you don't know, I'm an insane amiibo collector. I literally I just finished my Smash set the other day. I was very very proud of myself of all all the ones that aren't out yet because there's the three that aren't. But I've, I've, I I I got a, and I they're all US. And I did not pay more than retail for any of them. I'm very proud of that. Nice. Uh, but I I, I got a I I finished that. And as someone who like big fan of Amiibo, it has the NFC reader right there. You know, I don't need to go grab. You know, like a, the Joy-Con or the console itself, or you know, in the case of the Wii U, have this giant fucking gamepad just to scan in an Amiibo. So those advantages I think are worth the ten dollars. I don't like paying it, but I I understand it's worth. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. Like you're going to like every they know anyone who gets it at launch once a pro yeah. controller they're gonna pay seventy. Like it is what it is.
0: I I I definitely I don't like I don't maybe I don't think it's the ten dollar in a ten dollar markup, maybe a five dollar, and it just looks bad compared to the competition. But like the eighty dollars for two joy Joy-Cons, that's ridiculous. Never yeah. do that.
1: Yeah, that that's that's one, but that's a whole other thing. But uh, what what do we got after arms?
0: Um. Uh, Has-Been Heroes, which looks cool. The developer is a Trine. It's like a lane-based RPG. I'm going to get it. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So if you're one of the many people who don't own a Wii U or own a Wii U and like Battle Mode, you're going to buy that game. Uh, I know quite a few people who have Wii U's, and they're a little bummed that it's 60 bucks because they bought that game already. And, like, I bought that game for... Well, I got my Wii U Win Mario Kart game out, and I got the bundle... So yeah, me too.
1: That's, that's when I
0: got it. Yeah, I can't say I I bought it, but I mean, I did buy it. It was... I bought the Wii U.
1: I mean, if people remember, the DLC, the season pass, quote-unquote, was what, $10, like $12? Yeah. It was stupid cheap. The, so.
0: Yeah, the, the DLC was super cheap, and this has a bunch of other stuff in it, but I can see them being like, it's an old game that mm. I've already bought. Now, most people haven't bought it because the Wii U didn't sell, yeah. um, but uh they i I can i can see that maybe it should have been maybe cut by like 10 bucks just to show just as more of like a a principle thing of yeah this is an old game so anyway uh man my phone is being a dick uh uh poyo poyo tetris Mm -hmm. people like
1: that i've never played it but apparently Mm -hmm. it's like people are who are into that stuff or think it's amazing?
0: I've seen a couple of Let's Plays for it. It looks like fun, and me and it's it's that is I think it's only like forty bucks mm-hmm. on okay. Amazon. So it's I got yeah, I'll probably get it just because I love Tetris, and me and Ted will play it and have a good time. Uh, and then Snipper Clips cut it out together, which
1: which people who have played it said that's like probably going to be one of the best games that like no one knows about. But they say Snipper Clips is really
0: good, and uh, you should, if, uh, you should probably go, go look up a trailer for it or something because it's awesome and yeah. it does look really cool. i now, I don't know how much time like, I'm going to, I'm going to play it and I'm going to beat it, but I want to know like how much is there. Cause I don't like, it's going to be cool and I'm going to like it and it's probably going to be like 20 bucks and it's going to be awesome. But you know, it looks like the kind of game that I'm going to run, th- I'm going to power through in an afternoon mm-hmm. and then that'll be it and i'm hoping maybe they'll have like an online thing or something like that i don't know i'm just talking out loud but yeah, yeah uh and that's it for the launch lineup and window uh however special shout out to the greatest game of all time splatoon 2 uh, yeah
1: which is just splatoon with some dlc pretty much
0: yeah but it's amazing
1: it is good. <laughs> no, it's good let's say it's a decent lineup
0: um, um I fucking love oh, Splatoon, so I just... I, oh, no,
1: yeah. People like Splatoon. That's the thing about this first year is that these are games... Zelda is... What people don't understand who are hardcore gamers like us is that we think that we are the main audience, but the casual audience is the ones who actually sell consoles. And so
0: the casual yeah. audience doesn't buy games constantly all the, all the time. You know, well, like, it's just the hardcore. Like, I want everything, 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 everything. So I think that lineup is perfectly fine for someone who, you know... Now, it, it there is problems, you know. There's holes, yeah. there's no third parties, or uh, none of it. Uh, no sports games. Yeah. that It's got that 2K, though.
1: Eventually, at the end of the year. Yeah. But, like, um, that's what I tell people. It's like, me and you, we're hardcore, we'll play it all. But, like, for when Mom goes in the store and it's like, my kid wants it, she's like, there's Zelda, boom. Christmas yeah. time, Mario, boom. That's, when Pokemon Sun and Moon came out, dude, you can't buy a 3DS anymore. They're gone. Like I'm telling you, when they that, they need to hit on those big games. But that's what I think. Lineup, but whatever.
0: I think a lot of people uh, who are who are down on the uh, the overall lineup of the year. I think when you really like next year, when we look back, and we're gonna you're you're gonna be able to say you you got a brand new Zelda you got a brand new Mario, you got the best rendition of Mario Kart ever made, you got a brand new Splatoon, you know, these are all like big giant titles and you're going to have them all in a six-month, well, eight-month period. That's a good story to have. And that first, now granted, that first, the first year is very sparse, but whenever people look back on 2017 of Nintendo, they're not going to say, oh what about i didn't get to play call of duty on my switch because they weren't going to play it there anyway they're going to be like man it was like all of the best games came out in that one year because every year you know you don't you know no one is like oh wow what ha- what came out in you know september they're like, they talk about it as like, whoa, last year was great because I got this, and I got this, and I got this. And you're going to be able to say, I got all of these really great things from Nintendo. And I think that, that a lot of people, that escapes them. Because, um, yeah, it's sparse, but they have the hitters. like, And especially at the holidays, uh, um, because we, we listen to the same people, and I don't know if I want to say specific names, but I'm sure anyone who even possibly listens to this will know who I'm talking about. Uh, but the, 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 from launch to holidays, it's sort of like a trial period and it is like the beta testers, uh, which I'm stealing that phrase. Uh, and I think like the real like launch launch is going to be at the holidays yep. and that's like the Zelda and the launch is for the hardcore audience the Wii U owners out there who want to play Zelda on the new system and they want to get it as fast as possible and they want to buy it as fast as possible. But for everybody else, they're going to get it this holiday and they're going to be like, like, uh, you know, the the, the the people. Them folk out there.
1: Yeah, the casuals. Yeah. Uh, they call called casual, but they make up like 80% of the market. So. Yeah.
0: The hardcore yeah. casuals. Um, they buy most of their stuff on the holiday season anyway, so they're not going to be clamoring to buy a Switch from, like, right now. Uh, unless, you know, well, tax return season's going to be good. I'm sure that's going to sell them. But eh, it doesn't matter. It's financials and business. Um, but that's going to be, like... I think, like, even, like, their marketing, I think, will be, like... Like, compared to what it is at launch of the Nintendo Switch, I bet it'll be even more this holiday season. Because at that point they're going to be able to say, look at all this stuff you can buy right now. And a lot of people want that at launch, but I I, got, or at least closer to launch, and I really don't because I want time to play Zelda and then I want time to play Splatoon and I want time to play these things. Now, granted, there's a lot more time than I would want in between those, but this holiday season, whenever they're going to have, I'm sure they'll probably have like a Mario bundle or something like that, and they're going to be like... Yeah, they better. Yeah, <laughs> you can get that... And then you can get all this stuff. It's going to look really good at the end of the year. And I think that'll be a lot more of like what people have in their heads is what the launch should be yeah. compared to what it is now. Cause they, they, I think they are just trying to get it out for Zelda and for the hardcore audience who want this thing now. And as soon as possible and in their heads, they're probably like, it's done, you know, well there's, there are our online is crappy, but we'll figure it out. And, Zelda's done for it. Everything's good. We really just kind of have some kinks to work out, but hell, let them pay us money for it, and they're happy, we're happy, and who cares? So yeah,
1: they'll sell like uh, like a million to two million in the first couple months, and then Christmas will hit, and they'll probably be yeah. really low on stock for a while. So uh, if Mario is as good as it as it should be, that will sell. That what that's what sells consoles. Kids like, hey mom, I want Mario. Yeah and Zelda's also out, and Mom's like, there you go. Like, that's how it's going to work. Like, those early adopters like you, um, I'm probably going to wait until Christmas, to be honest, Uh, but, like, for the early adopters, like, you're going to have your stuff to do it, and right now it doesn't look good, but, like I said, give it a year, a year and a half, that's that's when people are going to start catching on. Hopefully, if Nintendo plays it smart, they'll be fine, but if they do it like with Wii U, where it's like, they were supposed to have a bunch of stuff, and it kept, like, didn't really come out. And then third parties are like, "You don't, you didn't sell enough. We're not here anymore." They're like I said, they're on that line of, they're on the line of you know getting back to probably selling like I don't know, like a decent like tens of millions of consoles, and then they're also on the line of like selling ten million. So they need to play it right. But th- this holiday is when you're going to know if it's going to be a thing or not.
0: Yeah, I think like by this time next year, if we're still saying ah oh, Nintendo make better decisions that's when you're like oh okay this is bad but this holiday season i think is going to be like a really big proving ground for them and i think uh because i do have problems with the switch and maybe that'll be the last thing i talk about for this topic is my problems with it because i do like to stay positive about it because i am very excited about it i am very positive about it um but there's a couple points i wanted to make uh specifically because um, i don't hear a lot of people making these points and i think they're very good points the pointest of points, as they say, uh, is that one a lot of, like I'll use this example, and I like to think of myself as a fairly average consumer. Uh, when as a gamer, okay. I seem to like I have my opinions seem to generally coincide with the general opinions of the masses. Uh, I purchase things that a lot of people purchase, and i that i seem to go with trends and things like that things people like i seem to like as well so whenever i think i'm gonna do something i imagine there's other people like there, like me out there who are also gonna do it and maybe i'm crazy and i'm a weird you know i'm the only person who's uh, whatever but uh so i'm gonna use this as an example you've seen this game steep the snowboarding game uh when it, when it got announced I was like, okay, cool, a uh, snowboarding game. That looks interesting. Uh, I used to play snowboarding games back in the day cuz you know, they they used they were they were cool. You know, like N64 and GameCube and there's a couple even on like last gen, 360 and PS3 that were fun and I for it's kind of strange now but like well, like these sort of extreme sports games, extreme sports in general really got less popular, so maybe that's it. But extreme sports games used to be really cool and yeah. like really and a lot of fun. And so I was thinking about it, I was like, man, I used to play snowboarding games, like 1080X and stuff like that, and I don't anymore. And that's kind of weird. Uh, but I saw Steep, and I was like, cool, a snowboarding game. I'm never going to play that, but that's cool. But then I saw it was coming to Switch, and I was like, you know, I wouldn't have got that before. But the fact that I can play it anywhere, like, kind of makes me want to get it. And I think, yeah. like that's gonna like, that's a selling point. Like whatever third party game comes to it, unless it's like completely horrendously ported, I'm probably going to want to get it on Switch because the advantage of being able to just play it all the time, wherever I'm doing, you know, wherever I'm going, whatever I'm doing, I get to have that game right there with me. That's a really big advantage for me. And I do play a lot of 3DS and, and, uh, and some Vita, but I'm a big portable guy. So maybe I'm a little separate in that um but like uh, so my point is is like steep i would have never bought it in a million years on my xbox i have a lot of games on my xbox that doesn't need to be one of them never gonna never gonna play it but as i think about it more i'm like man i kind of want to buy steep because i used to like and i'm like i used to like snowboarding games a snowboarding game sounds cool and that game is supposed to be pretty good and so i don't know maybe i don't know if you agree with that or not or maybe you have a no, no, I'll say it's the same points.
1: thing. Like on, uh, like on Vita, it's where here's a game that comes out, and this is this this certain crowd. You know, there's there's not a lot of them, but they're a very hardcore crowd, and they're like, well, you came to our system. There's not a lot out. We'll support you, and you know, people make money just porting games to Vita because people will buy it. It'll be the same thing with Switch. They're like, yeah. all right, there's not tons of third party, but here's a cool game. I'm kind of interested. I'm going to buy it here because I like to support the system. Like people are going
0: to be able to make money off of that. And I think like I don't think you're going to be able to get, you know, like a lot of the huge big budget titles cuz I they probably won't sell the best there anyway. But I think a lot of uh you know, the smaller like uh AAA games and I'm sure graphic less graphically intense ones, I can see finding them finding themselves to switch and the Switch audience wanting to get them because not only would be what i'm sure they'd be starred for third parties and they probably want them just because of that but also you know there's very clear advantages now there is disadvantages you know if you play on it we established it's probably going to be a second console and you don't get your trophies or achievements you know if it's online you're not playing online with your other people who have xboxes or playstations but the idea of like taking it wherever you go i think that outweighs a lot of the negatives of you know what a third party game has to offer yeah and
1: obviously you will see people taking like hey i want to play some 2 K. don't know. let me just play a little my career i'll just take it on the go with me mm-hmm. let me just play a couple games while i'm you know out doing whatever exactly like kid like I say kids you know it's also not a terrible price three hundred dollars isn't terrible i mean yeah um, so I could see, like, a lot of, like, younger kids, or, like, you're out to eat with your parents, or, like, oh, shut up, Timmy, play your Skyrim, Whatever, <laughs> just sit over here and play your game. So I could, I, like I said, I see, uh, I can see the portable side definitely being a selling point for a certain crowd of people. So people who support that are, or the, the developers who support it are probably gonna get some decent sales out of it, and uh, will hope, so.
0: Um, and then, uh, I think my last more positive point, and, uh, I do want to get this out there, because a lot of people... This is another thing I don't, I don't, I don't hear a lot. Now that last one was more opinionated. This one is a lot more factual in my head. Uh, but, uh, you, you discussed the Wii U and how there's a, there was a lot of gaps, like blatant, like just ghost filled gaps. And there was, uh, and I talked about it on a previous episode, um, but I want to, Hit this point home now that the switch uh, is a lot more closer and we have so much more information on it, um, is the 3ds is gonna die very very soon. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's gonna get supported up through the year, and then they're gonna cut it off, and then you're gonna have your Nintendo, and that's it. You're it's it's not your mobile, it's not your console or your handheld. It's neither. It's neither in both. It's just the Nintendo, and uh, uh, what a, I, th- I believe it was about it, maybe it was two years ago. I remember this uh, Nintendo, and it should have been a lot, uh, probably a much bigger telling uh, than maybe people noticed. But they had merged their mobile and their console
1: uh the divisions,
0: yeah, yeah. um, and the uh, specifically their uh, development divisions for making games, and If you look like as I had a 3DS and a Wii U and if you look at the lineups, you would have big droughts in Wii U, but you'd have 3DS stuff and then you'd have big droughts in 3DS and then you'd have some Wii U stuff. And I think like assuming it doesn't take these, you know, I mean, it'll take longer to make the Switch games because, you know, just it's higher fidelity stuff. It's they're going to be bigger games because it's a more powerful console. But I think that combined development effort of the Wii U and the 3DS, because if you put those libraries together, aside from the overlay of the games that were made for both, it's actually a very steady stream. And I think if you get that steady stream on the Switch, even with a lack of third-party support, you're going to have a lot more constant flow. I think this first year is rough because I don't think they are you know, they're, 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 I think they are trying to just kind of get it out there. And they're putting out stuff that they have and they can. And uh, I'm hoping that they have a lot more... A longer roadmap that they show at E3. But on the presentation, they were like, look, these are the games, for the most part, that you're going to play this year. And, you know, there may not be a million of them, but most of them are going to be really good. And they're all coming out, you know, by this holiday season. So... Mm-hmm. All these games you're gonna play very soon, and then I hope it... E. So you like that show is just what you have to look forward to in the immediate future, and I hope E. Three is like look at all the things that are coming, that you can look forward to, like you know Pokemon and Metroid and I don't know a new like Mario Maker for the Switch or a new two D Mario or you know, mm. whatever, uh, Nintendo stuff. Yeah, and I mean
1: they could almost do it like. How Xbox and PlayStation do it, where it's like you got your retail sixty-dollar games, and then there's also like here's your downloadable stuff, which you wouldn't put on a on a disc, but it's like twenty or thirty or forty dollars, and that's yeah. what the 3DS stuff was, and you just put it as the downloadable or like the smaller, like you could have your 3DS or you know smaller kind of games and still have the sixty-dollar triple games. And have them both in the same system, so there's always stuff on the system.
0: And you can have your big, yeah, you can have your big Marios and Metroids and Zeldas, and then put your Kirbys, you know, like, here, spend $30, get a, get a Kirby game. uh, You know, get a uh a Yoshi game or whatever, and uh, not to downplay those, I love Yoshi and Kirby, but just on a production level, they're not as high. No. So.
1: And they work perfectly on the go, and they work just fine on the TV, like mm-hmm. that's. Like I said, the make that your Xbox Live Arcade or your PSN is that you're, you're, you're used mm-hmm. to being 3DS titles and just make that, keep making them and just, exactly. like, here you go, buy on the same
0: system. So, my my, my my point I wanted to get out there was that the people who think, uh, like, the first party is going to fail you, like, the Vita is wildly successful from a software point of view and that's with no first party support. Now, it has it's a zero. pretty illustrious third party support in smaller games. But it has, like, zero first party. Now, with Nintendo, they, they they have, like, the best first parties there is. And they're only making games, I believe, after this year for one machine. And yeah, every single... You know? Yeah, so I think that's... Even without the third parties, it's going to suck. But I think you're going to have a fairly steady stream of quality products
1: mm-hmm.
0: on this machine.
1: We can um, just hope. Why'd we just hope, because if they fail at this one, I don't know. But I think that they can get it together.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, it, I think it's going to do well. I think it... it I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think it, it can't not do that well. For... No. A, uh, one is... The second... This is, I, I, I'm a firm believer in this. The second you put a real Pokemon game on this, it's going to sell like hotcakes, like you said earlier. Oh, yeah.
1: My uh, like Kylan, who doesn't like Nintendo's like, yeah. if I put Pokemon on there, I will buy it for Pokemon. Like, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will
0: do that. And... Uh, like they will, pro- like the second a exclusive real pokemon game comes out on that machine you're probably going to sell three to five million units
1: yeah for sure i guarantee that like i said i'll be one of the there were, me and <laughs> 10 people behind me would all be like yep i will pay <laughs> by then there might be like a like a bundle or it might be mm-hmm. like a small price cut like 275 for pokemon and a switch i'm in there
0: a nice special edition or something like that and we will do it. like I said I'll do it I 100% will do it cause I have a friend of mine um and name uh I forget his name now he doesn't listen to the show so he won't get mad at me <laughs> I think it's Kevin
1: let's go Kevin.
0: Kenneth it's Kenneth. Kenneth I have a friend of mine named Kenneth he's a very good friend of mine I feel like an asshole cause I forgot his name I have a good friend of mine named Kenneth and uh he didn't care about the 3DS at all like just you know it, it, nothing mattered it was a piece of, like not a piece of crap but you know they could have put anything on it didn't care and the second they put out pokemon he bought it he bought pokemon x it was the x and y and that's all he played all the time non-stop yeah,
1: that's, that's all it takes anybody who was born in the 90s that's mm-hmm. all it takes
0: so if and i think so i think a lot of people underestimate how valuable that's gonna be. Cause even if like this thing is a piece of shit that no one cares about and no one's buying, the selling power of Pokemon is more powerful than how shitty this could possibly be.
1: Absolutely, dude. Like that's like I said if they get that out in year one and a half or whatever, they're good.
0: Um and also I think another big selling feature is like just the idea that you can show it to people. Like we're talking about kids uh, you know play, like the, 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 they can go take that to school and show their friends and be like hey look at this you know I'm playing Mario Kart you want to play Mario Kart and then those yeah. kids go home and you know be like hey my friend freaking brought a game system to school and we played Mario Kart where's mine mom <laughs> and like that it's not you know it's 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 more powerful of word of mouth because you are experiencing it for yourself And you get, like I was talking about with Switch, you get that or one-two Switch. I mean, you get that enjoyment, you get that positive experience with it right there. It's tangible. It's you get and you feel it, and then you walk away going, "I wish I want to do that. I want to experience that," and that makes you want to switch. Now, does it make you want to spend the three hundred dollars? Who we'll see, but like, there's nothing that but positive things can come from. You know, people showing it off to other people. And, be, and it's not like an Xbox where I can be like, oh, I was playing Call of Duty the other day. It was cool. And they're like, yeah, that's great. But if I'm like, yo, look, play Call of Duty. If I was able to give someone my Xbox and be like, play Call of Duty right now. They'd be like, oh, this is awesome. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, like I said, we'll, we'll see how it all goes. But uh, what else we got on our list, my man?
0: Uh, yeah, sorry. I, I get a little crazy oh there you go game.
1: i know you love nintendo <laughs> it's um it's
0: all good my bad things are the online is stupid everything is terrible yeah, like, with that. If, that
1: if that thing is like <laughs> 1999 a year. yeah okay if that thing is like 30 40 i'm like no nah, nah, i'm good
0: the uh I, I i talked about this on the show because i was uh, the, the the reaction show and that's the only negative i talked about then i have some more now but i we need to hurry or you have a, you're on a time limit so i need to yeah, yeah you're all good um but the one that's still like the only game that I'm looking forward to playing online is Splatoon and that comes out when this internet's still free. So yeah. I will play Splatoon. We'll a month and you're good. <laughs> yeah. If 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 this costs more than thirty dollars a year, then I will play Splatoon until it's not free anymore and I will never touch it again. Yeah. And I'm perfectly okay with that because yeah. this the, their system is so terrible that and, and unless they start giving those games to me for free or to own because as, yeah. as you may or may not know listener uh you get a similar to games of gold or playstation plus you get a game uh it's an nes or super nintendo game the super nintendo games have online multiplayer which is cool uh but you only get it for a month and then you lose it uh now i don't you're really not losing that much money if you just say you can have it those games are like five dollars each you know
1: yeah exactly you've already bought them three times probably anyways
0: and if, you, if they come out and say, like, virtual console is back... Like, I, I'm hoping that they say virtual console is backwards compatible. And if you have a virtual console game on Wii U, it'll transfer over. Still holding out hope for that. I know I'm going to get my hopes crushed, but I'm hoping. But a lot of people are going to own those games in the first place. The ones who are going to pay for your thing, so you're not really losing money on them. And really, if you're charging someone, you know, that much for the service, and the other parts of the service also suck... Giving them that free game is going to make them want to buy it. I
1: don't yeah, even... Barely. PSA, the PSN sucks, but they give you a bunch of free exactly. games put up with
0: it. I don't even play my PlayStation online. If I do online, I either use my PC or my Xbox because I don't like doing it. But I still buy PlayStation Plus because I get so many free games, it's worth it. That is a, that is a game subscription to me. It is not an online subscription. And... If they, if it was the same thing on Nintendo, I'd be more than happy to give them as much money as they asked for. Now that's um, not as much, but you know, you can understand what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. yeah. We'll see how much the price is. That, that's, yeah. that's what it all depends
0: on. Uh, so that's, uh, all right. So power down on Nintendo. That's cool. <laughs> all good. Take a breather. All right. So, uh, next thing I want to talk about, cause I'm extremely excited about this mm. is, uh, Crystal Dynamics Square Enix and uh or Square Enix announced that Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix or Edios Montreal which Square uh Crystal Dynamics is the people who made the Tomb Raider reboot and Tomb Raider uh Rise of the Tomb Raider which are the two of the greatest third person action adventure games ever made Mm -hmm. and they are better than Uncharted
1: uh Gameplay absolutely yeah
0: they are I, if if anyone hears that, they're going to get mad at me. Good thing no one listens to the show right at them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they are better than Uncharted. And Idios uh, Montreal makes the... Uh, what are they called? The Deus Ex Games. Did they make Hitman? No, oh, they didn't make Hitman. Yeah, Man, that's, did they? yeah, they make the... I don't know who makes Hitman. They may. Who knows? But they it's make... A, the, it's
1: another Idios or so uh, I think it is. But yeah, they have the... The, 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 the Deus uh, Ex, and I hear they're
0: very Six. good. I have some friends who love them, and I hear they're awesome. But I haven't played them. But
1: Human Revolution is amazing.
0: Um, they are gonna make a Avengers game, which is going Marvel's
1: Avengers official MCU, I
0: believe. Like... Uh, yeah. Well, I think you know. Well, not. I don't know if it's MCU, but I know it's like because the way their video game properties work, they only own the MCU characters. Sort of like how there's not going to be X-Men in, uh, Capcom 4. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's going to be directly tied to the MCU or if it's just going to be, like, you're only going to have your Iron Man and, you know, Captain America and Black Widow and Hawkeye and stuff like that. Right. Um, but it's going to be... Now, I, as, as you know, I'm a big DC guy by the statues that are in front of you. I do love DC <laughs> more than Marvel because they're far superior in every way. Uh but that okay. being said I still do really like Marvel um and there is no other takeaway Batman there is no good superhero games and that hurts me so much as a Lego giant Marvel superheroes you know Sebastian said that to me and I said no that is a good Lego game with superheroes in it that is not a good superhero game <laughs> <laughs> I so.
1: but uh yeah you're right there's not a lot there's a lot of like uh movie tie-in ones that weren't great um spider-man 2 is amazing but outside that's true of that, a, you're right there's not but a lot even, of good stuff even there's, the last
0: yeah even the last spider-man games like suck and
1: oh, wow, out, out, after web of, or uh shattered dimensions i was yeah. like these are all terrible
0: um and like the best superhero games are like not superhero games they are like infamous which is a superhero game but you know I want there to be... Uh, that's why I'm crazy excited for that new Spider-Man game. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, now I own a PlayStation, but I'm still a little salty that it's PlayStation exclusive because I'm like, man, I do like my Xbox more than my PlayStation. Yeah, with you. Uh, but I still, I'm still going to get it, but I'm just like, man, I wish I could have that on my Xbox. Achievements are yeah. cool. Um, but, oh my God, it's, I, I fucking love Tomb Raider. these The reboots specifically, like... That is my, like, I I do this thing where, uh, and I, I, when I play a video game that I really, really like, especially, like, a single player one, and I just enjoy it a lot, like, like, ridiculously a lot. It's hard to describe how much I have to like a video game to do this. I will purposely only play small pieces of it throughout the course of, like, years.
1: Just take a long time on it. Yeah.
0: Like... Uh, I still like Sunset Overdrive is one of my favorite games ever made and I only recently was like I can beat the game now and it's because I bought the DLC so I have more to play after that okay. because I, I look I know it's weird and I, I get no
1: it makes you want to make it last okay. exactly
0: you know I want to make it last so like Tomb Raider I I, I, I beat Tomb Raider whenever to- Rise of the Tomb Raider got announced because I was like okay I get to play more Tomb Raider And then I played like Rise of the Tomb Raider and I had to stop myself and like every now and again I'll go back and I'll play a little bit more and I'm like, "Oh, it's so good. It's so good.
1: That's That's my game of the year that
0: year that game came out. It was so good. It's so fucking great. So, the idea of them making a superhero game and, you know, is just... I want to know like what it's going to be because they say it's like Avengers.
1: That's what I'm confused about is like, because Tomb Raider and Deus Ex, while they're you know, Tomb Raider has your supernatural and Deus Ex is like side or whatever. It's still kind of growing. Like there's no people who fly around and have giant hammers. It's not crazy. Yeah. So I'm curious how they're going to, or like even what kind of game it's going to be. Yeah. like,
0: that's, I'm like, they're, they're they're both single player games and you play as one character. Are they going to have like pieces where you play as Thor and pieces where you play as Iron Man? I feel
1: like it has to be open world. Like how do you have like a like, a linear sort of a game, and you're, the, like, you can fly, like, it doesn't really, like I don't, yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I'm, I'm really, it looks really, like, I'm hyped for it, like, because yeah. Marvel, once, once Disney bought Marvel, they, like, took all the rights back to all the things, they're like, we're only gonna, we're not gonna just license out and just make shitty games, we're only gonna do when we feel like mm-hmm. we're gonna do a good game, and this is, this is what they're invested in, so.
0: And, like, in my in my opinion, you know, with Tomb Raider, you have one of like the best studios that you can have, make, you know, a character-driven action game like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, man, I can, I can't fucking wait. That's gonna be so good. I, I want. I can't wait till they tell us more. I, I don't think they had any form of like, even like release window or even information. No, thing like I that. I
1: think it was like you'll learn more next year or some nonsense like that.
0: I'm hoping at like E3. Because, if you, well, if you think about it, man, Tomb Raider came out, what, like, two years ago, right? Or a year and a half ago? Um,
1: it didn't come out this last holiday, but the one before that. Yeah.
0: So, a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, they've probably been working on it, you know, for like...
1: They've been working on it for at least, like, one and a half-ish years, one year and a couple months.
0: Yeah. So, I'm, I'm hopefully, I, I want them to give me, like an idea of what it is maybe at e3 or sometime this year but i want to know what it is really bad because i don't i can't get my head around how you make an avengers game like i get a i get a a batman an iron man you know a spider-man game you're playing as that character but how do you make a team game you know
1: like unless it's maybe like uh like with battlefield one where you just play. A campaign of of different people, but, like, their entire story. And, like, they meet up at the end to be the Avengers, possibly.
0: That'd be really cool, actually. Like, like the movies where you play a Thor story and then an Iron Man story. Mm -hmm. And then the end of it, it's, like, one big thing. Maybe you can, like, switch between the characters or something. Yeah. That sounds dope.
1: Um, So, I'm looking at the story right now. Yeah, like, there's absolutely... More details on the Avenger project and other games will be announced in 2018. So we probably Fuck. won't see anything at E3.
0: Yep, you were right. That sucks. Why would they even show that to us? I don't know. I'm... Now it's I'm sad. Is. Assholes. But
1: either way, <laughs> like maybe we'll get like another small trailer D E3 or something. But um, like I said, because Deus Ex came out this past, I think it was like August or September. And the State Raider was a year and uh, like a half ago, so they've been probably deep into it for a little while. So maybe 2019, maybe middle 2020. I mean, that's a way to go, but uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, whatever it ends up being.
0: Um, all right. I just remembered something else I want to talk about, but now it escapes. What is me. that?
1: Go ahead. You remember? I'm
0: trying. Oh, I remember. Uh, Injustice Two. Mm, yeah you did you like do you big injustice guy you like injustice? yeah i
1: loved injustice one i mean I, I read the comic i don't even read comics but i read that comic and then i played the hell out of that game so. holy
0: shit man like injustice one i'm like i'm trying to think but like that was the last time i remember off the top of my head where like a game that like, took over not only my life but like every other person that i knew like, every friend that I had who had an Xbox was playing Injustice. We were all fighting each other. I was just going to, like, everyone's houses. I remember I went I went crazy with that game. Like, bad. I bought, like, th- I bought two of those big fight sticks they made for the game. <laughs> That's
1: extremely expensive fight sticks.
0: Yeah, I bought two of them on Xbox, and then I bought one of them on PlayStation, because I was like, well, if I play it on PlayStation, I want to have the fight stick. And I don't even ever... Now, I, I don't even ever use them. They're like in my closet. And I don't even know if I still have my PlayStation 1. I may have given it away. But, yeah. like, I point games is. feel legit. Yeah, I fucking love Injustice 1. And Especially did, the
1: story mode. That's like a really good fighting yeah. game story mode.
0: Did, have you seen the stuff about Injustice 2 that's come out recently? I
1: haven't watched too much about it. Now I've been trying to kind of stay away. But you can tell me, like, um,
0: no, it's not the Um No, I'm not going to be like anything spoilery. Uh,. They, anou- they haven't announced any new characters. Um, they announced there's uh, three editions you can buy as of right now. Uh, there's a the standard edition, which is just the game. There's the digital deluxe edition, uh, which I think is kind of weird, the way they did this. There's a digital deluxe edition. It's the game, three DLC characters, a shader, because the game has like this gear system now. I don't know if you're aware of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the shaders are like, you know, they're armor shaders for the cosmetic um which they did a live stream recently that i watched that was really cool because they had a batman that was all dark and gray and black and then they had one with a shader on that was the bright blue and yellow like yep. 60s and i was like oh that's so fucking cool because um, i was like shaders that's dumb and then i saw a blue and yellow batman and couldn't control myself so You're like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah i'm in all in uh so you get the uh this exclusive shader and then a skin now they called them premiere skins uh, right. And I guess they're gonna have like normal skins, like you have in Injustice or Mortal Kombat. And these premier skins change everything about a character to make them another character, but they are the same.
1: It's like the Supergirl to uh, Power Girl. Exactly.
0: Part, that, that's yeah, that's it. So it turns Supergirl into Power Girl. Now Supergirl and Power Girl like the same. I think they're literally the same person. Power Girl is just the grown-up version. Uh, mm-hmm. So they have the same powers. So it's kind of ridiculous to make a, another character that just has the same exact powers. But this complete reskin, I think it's like different voice acting, or maybe not for her, but uh, the gear looks different and stuff like that. So I thought that was dope. And then they have the Ultimate Edition, which is nine DLC characters, uh, two exclusive shaders, including the one from the Digital Deluxe, and then three of these skins... One turning Green Lantern into John Stewart, which is the Black Green oh, Lantern. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, John Stewart's my guy.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's the shit. And then uh, Flash into Reverse Flash, which is okay. pretty sick. So um,
1: I have been looked this up, but is there no Batman that turns him into Thomas Wayne? Because that would be amazing. You know,
0: see that's the thing. As I think like that, it would just be like your normal skin, like yeah. Because ba- well, Gr- I guess you need to make him sound a bit gruffer, you know. Yeah, it's but make him older. Yeah. But, like, that's, you know, just, like, a different costume, whereas, you know, if the Flash sounds exactly like the reverse Flash, then you're like, okay, that's just, he's yellow. Okay. So, I mean, I you know, they haven't really showed how it works 100%. This is just based on kind of stuff I've read, so we'll see what that is. But I think that's it sounds, cool. It sounds
1: pretty cool. I know some people were mad. They're like, get to pre-order to Get Dark, so I'm like... If you've ever played any Mortal Kombat or any yeah. Justice, all the pre-order bonuses and all this, but they're all going to become available later. Like, if you literally wait nine months, you'll get a game of the year edition. That mm-hmm. is everything. So, like, right? Like, just
0: wait a little bit, and you'll have everything, and you'll pay way less money for it. Calm down. Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: People are always like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm like, I get it. It makes sense if, like, you're not going to be able to play Dark Side for, like, the first couple months, but he's going to be there. Don't don't freak
0: out. Um. But also, but now this is the, the now they said it's going to have the largest initial roster as well as the largest DLC roster. Now, I did a little research on this and it, uh, initial, right now it has 31 characters including Darkseid. Okay. Um, so 30 total and then the Darkseid as the DLC. Oh wait, no, 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 I forget. Scratch that. 31 characters not including Darkseid. I'm sorry. Okay. 31 initial characters on the disc. And that's according like if you go on their website they have all of the characters they announced and then like silhouettes of the ones they haven't yet.
1: That's the DLC ones or is that just uh, unannounced?
0: That's that's the unannounced ones. And if you go through okay. and count them all it's it's 31. Uh and then uh which is huge. I think we I think injustice 1 was like uh I think I looked it up it was like 28. Including yeah. DLC, including DLC, or it was thirty including DLC. So like the base game is gonna have either more or the same amount of characters as Injustice One with all of its DLC. Okay. Uh, and then your nine DLC characters according to the Ultimate Edition, and then Gore or not Goro, Dark Side. Uh, okay. Now, but the, now, see, this is what I thought was interesting. is they said, it's the largest initial roster, which is 31 characters, which may be... Well, it's definitely bigger than Mortal Kombat. Uh, now, the thing is, is, though, I think it's because NetherRealm Studios is now a separate entity than what it used to be. Because I remember they put out that one on, like, PS2 that had, like, 60 characters. You remember that? It was that? ridiculous. Yeah, it was something ridiculous, and they were all... It wasn't great. But yeah. I think they're, like, a different independent studio now with their own Mm -hmm. it's weird i think Uh, like
1: they rebranded from warner brother and like started their own yeah yeah
0: so it is the largest of nether realm studios um but no this is what but this is what i thought was interesting uh as it stands they have the nine dlc and then the 10th being uh dark side which is the pre-order bonus but for argument's sake the season pass is nine characters Mm -hmm. as it stands That would make it on par with the DLC of uh, Mortal Kombat, which had two seasons of five and five. You had five DLC characters one year, next year you had another five. So, but if it has the largest DLC roster as well as the largest roster, that would mean that your first season of DLC is nine characters, and then you'll have a second season of probably like nine more characters, which is fucking insane. And I thought yeah, that Yeah, they're
1: pulling out people that you've never even heard of before. I'm looking <laughs> be forward
0: ridiculous. to that. That Larflees. Go look up Larflees if you don't know who Larflees is. He's
1: dope. Oh, uh, what's the little the little uh like the little small demon guy? Can't remember his name. Like he says his name and turns into a demon or some nonsense. Oh, I can't remember. He got There's... cursed by a witch. I don't know. It was on Justice League. I don't remember his name.
0: There's one I think I know who you're talking about, but he goes by he has like this demonic name, but then everyone just calls him the demon. Because it's like something, the demon. And then everyone yeah. just calls him demon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah,
1: this, it'll be a good be roster. Dope. I mean, let's be honest, the last, like, three games they've made have been really good. Like, when they rebooted Mortal Kombat with 9, they didn't call it 9, but it was 9. Yeah. And then Injustice, and then Mortal Kombat X, and it's like, I just expect this to be just as good. So, And it'll be really good.
0: As a huge DC fan, and fighting game fan, the idea of I'm going to have, like, maybe, like, 50 characters, but are actually all really good, you know... And not the you know a bunch of like crappy clones and stuff like that like they had in that one for PS2. That's super interesting to me, and I fucking can't wait. Uh,
1: That comes out in uh, May, I believe. mm -hmm. The May is going on right now. And we're about to go on pretty
0: soon. Yeah, I think if you if you they've been sending out codes, and I'm really mad because I haven't gotten any, and I'm gonna go break into Ed Boone's house and tell him to give me a code because I need that shit. Uh. And last thing I want to talk Mm -hmm. about is, uh, and this is a very small thing, is uh, I am crazy fucking excited for Sea of Thieves.
1: Yes, absolutely. I can tell from your Twitter for a while. Or from your uh, Twitter feed.
0: All I do is I retweet Sea of Thieves all the time. I talk about Sea of Thieves. I can't wait. And uh, now what I want to do is I'm going to have a pirate ship. Okay. And... I'm going to be a captain, and it's going to be awesome, but we need to have just a big old, like a fleet of, you know, everybody who like listens to all of our shows, a giant podcast fleet taking over the high seas, killing everybody, it's going to be so fucking cool.
1: We could probably get at least three completely manned ships, I believe. Some like some of the like, people that I know that podcast that are Xbox guys. I think we can get at least three completely decked out, like fully. Whatever the big ships are called Frigadiers yeah. or
0: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> three full so run they- running shit, and it's going to be dope. Kay. And I just the game it looks great. I just wanted to point that out there, or I just wanted to put that out there that. I can't wait for it. I'm very excited. It's coming up, and they they've been putting out like these technical alphas that I'm signed up for, and I'm really hoping I get into it just because I want to play that game so bad.
1: Yeah, let me know how it is, man. That looks looks really good. I'm really i that's probably going to be my probably my big fall game. If yeah. if it's not like Destiny, if it's not grindy, I'm into it. That's the only thing I'm worried about. But if they show me it's not grindy, I'm into it.
0: I liked Destiny though.
1: I I the I, just don't I see
0: what you me. mean though. Like I don't want to sit there and play the same thing. But it doesn't yeah. seem like more mission based cuz it's like seems more open world.
1: That's what I'm saying if you're like, "Hey, here's a map, go find it. Here's a mission." Yeah. If it's like that, that's cool. If it's the same Find some thing stuff over.
0: and get loot, not play a mission a 100 times.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I'm hoping it's good. I don't think that this is going to be that kind of game. So, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to it too. I'm right there with you.
0: And after like the I was real after they canceled Scalebound, I was pretty bummed about that. Because I'm just a big co-op guy. I love co-op, uh, especially for like, you know, more single-player stuff like that, like PVE. Um, yep. And I was like, I was really excited for both of them independently because I was like, man, what a good year on Xbox for co-op. And then they canceled one half of the games I was excited about, and I was like, well, but that just made me like more excited for Sea of Thieves because I'm like, I still have you.
1: Yep. Um. Get that crackdown three.
0: Yep. <laughs> oh that does have online i never played yeah, crackdown right. though i don't know
1: first one was really good that's we'll what see I, how this one turns I think
0: out. is it backwards compatible do you know if it is i'll, I'll pick it up
1: <sighs> i don't know probably i would assume yeah. so
0: if it's not it will be soon
1: yeah, but yeah by the time that one comes out it will,
0: i so. think you, i can get a like game for like four dollars so yeah i'll give it a shot mm-hmm. all right is there anything you want to talk about
1: no, man, I think I'm good for tonight. I'll probably get back on here or have you on my show. We'll talk some more. But uh, it was good to talk some games. I haven't done it in a long time. So all right. now I don't really th- appreciate it.
0: It was uh, my honor to have you on. Now, don't leave yet because, as you know, I don't know. Do you listen to, like, the entire show? Because they're really, really long, and I wouldn't hold it against you if you stopped. Like... No,
1: I listen I listened to the whole thing. I'm at work pretending to work, so <laughs> it's
0: all good. Um, so one so one thing that I have to do at every show is I have to shout out the Mike Kings and even though one of them's here <laughs> I have be to do so it. Weird. I have to do it, Adam, it's my job. Right. Well, so okay. uh if you didn't know, uh I have this one fan named Adam Gumbert and he's just the best coolest dude ever. You should do a podcast with him cuz it's really fun. That uh, like an asshole. Yeah, right. Fuck Adam Gumbert. Fuck Adam Gumbert. <laughs> Fuck Sebastian and fuck Adam Gummer. <laughs> um, but he does a show a lot more regular and maybe even better than ours. Probably better than ours. Uh, and That'd he just talks fun. about his life with his friends. Uh, so follow them on Twitter at the Mike Kings and it's a really good time. To listen to their show. Follow Kylon at Kylon, like lawn like a- K Y Lon, D underscore Warner for, uh, mm-hmm. And then I don't know anyone else's Twitter handle, because so those are the only ones I say. Yeah. Uh, and he 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 has constantly supported us, and I now I truly think I found it's strange because I'm very I'm very I don't really like talking to people online. It's strange because I like doing podcasts and stuff like that, but like it's it's very strange that I've in my opinion at least I seem to have found a friend in you that I like and I don't really you know I don't really ever talk to anybody. So it's kind of weird that you know, I don't know, but
1: no, I'm right there with you, man. You guys have always been great. I've always loved listening. I, I like to give you shit because yeah. I want you to do more stuff. Well, but we are yeah, assholes. I found you guys, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, I love you. I found you guys randomly, and I, it's I enjoy the stuff. So,
0: so uh, Adam Gumby, best dude ever. Go listen to his show. Uh, thank you for watching or listening to the Social Nerdcast episode eight. Is it eight? Maybe it's nine. I think it's nine. Yeah. Episode nine. Thank you for watching and listening. Episode nine. Follow us on Twitter at social underscore nerds. Remember that we are all social nerds. That's the whole, that's the mantra of us. Every one of us out there who is talking to people, making friends, and loving comic books, movies, and video games. We're all social nerds. And if you're not social enough, well, you know, that's okay. Okay. Go talk to people, make friends, cause we're all we all have the same interests. Even people, even people you don't think, you know, even if, if you're like, oh, that guy looks like an asshole. I bet there's something. Everybody likes something, and a lot of people like the same stuff. That's why it's cool. So you know, I bet you have something in common with them. We're all social nerds. Everyone in the world. We I have the largest podcast cast, cause it's the globe. <laughs> uh, and if you want to get on my show talk to me for a long time and befriend me on social media and you could be on this small television uh thank you for watching i said follows on twitter right yeah social underscore nerds uh now uh uh, i also always say this no one else even knows how to log into twitter so that is just like my personal twitter i try to run it sort of as the social nerds twitter don't let everyone else hear that because they'll get mad at me for that voting know. thing. Uh,
1: <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, I no one else has the Mike King's uh, information except for me. Right, so I I, run that Twitter. I, I'm,
0: I don't know if you've done the same thing, but I've told them, like, a million times. And I'm like, just go log on and you can post stuff. It's fine. No, no I, I told
1: them. I, I completely keep a secret.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, like, I, I try not to post, like, personal stuff on there. Um, where you know like uh, I I try to keep it I mean I do post personal opinions but you know it's not like a personal Twitter and my life and stuff like that it's just I keep it social nerd based so follow me on Twitter there talk to me there Uh, I always talk back because I have nothing better to do Uh, we have an Instagram and I do nothing but post memes on it all the time so that's the dank memes the dankest memes (laughs) if you're ready for that dank you can follow us at I think it's the social nerd 64 on that and it's just dank memes all day 24/7. <laughs> uh I don't
1: know
0: how to face I don't know how to make a Facebook page. I tried.
1: Uh don't do it. I mean, I I have one and I stopped posting to it cuz I just find no need. I prefer Twitter, That's just yeah. me.
0: I like Facebook for like my social media and then but for the social nerds, Twitter's like the best. Yeah, I agree. Um Anyway, so you know the sign-off we do? Oh, yeah. All right.
1: I'm get my my, my finger guns ready to snap. You got your
0: finger guns? All right. And as always, stay nerdy. Stay nerdy. Maybe it's the... Stay nerdy. Stay nerdy. nerdy. Wait, 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 wait. So we're going to do... We did the finger guns. All right? Three, two, one. Stay stay nerdy. nerdy. Damn it. All right. Fuck it. It's fine. (laughs) Where the hell's the stop button on this thing? I can't see the mouse all the way over here.